Hello. Hello, Dr. Najati. Good evening, everyone. Today we are happy to invite Francis Poe to our interview podcast. Francis, can you give me the title of your design thesis project that you did from 2019 to 2020, please? Yeah, sure. So my title of my design thesis is PJ Altan Ogles Primary School. Okay, um, why did you decide on doing the primary schools project, uh, Francis? And could you give any personal reasons if you have any? Okay, first of all, uh, I think during my uh, job experience as an assistant architect, I actually did a community school project, uh, actually uh, Orang Asli from Sarawak, because I'm from Sarawak, so I did that project back to my hometown. It is located in a very uh, uh, secluded area, it's like the uh, near to the Indonesian border. So I found myself, I quite enjoyed the project and I found that I have an empathy on the people. So I feel like I'm more people-centric. Yeah, so I really like the project because it has a lot of meaning and value to it. So uh, come to my uh, design thesis. First of all, I have no idea in mind when I first visited PJ Old Town. PJ Old Town, to me, it feels like a very quiet, a bit of like a... Uh, like my hometown because it's very quiet and a lot of elderly and and a lot of parents are there like because their their kids are not in the town then they are going all in the town. Which, which hometown is that? Ah, uh, Kuching. Yeah, I'm from Kuching. <laughs> yeah. So. So. Uh, one day when I was doing the site analysis with my friends, my cosmet. Then I found that uh, there's a bunch of foreign workers working along section four. I think they are having a break or they just got off from work. So I think they are going home from the industrial area to section four where, where they live. They were working along the monsoon drain. I was quite surprised that because there's a there's like a path along the monsoon drain all the way uh, in section four. So, me and my friends were quite, um, quite impressed by the scene. So, we actually followed them along the way, see what, where they're going. And then, uh, we surprisingly, there's a lot of uh, small little bridges that connects along the way that connects the Musun Dren, where, we, where there's some residents actually use them. So, yeah. It is not like abandoned. It is being used quite frequently by the residents, because uh, the residents there is a, a market uh, in section four, so I think the residents a lot of them they they walk to the market, they cross the moon the the, the little bridges to the market to along uh, across the moon to the market. So walking walking, and then I found that the. There's two Muslim drain. There's one that's very clear and with even like uh, monitor lizards and flamingo and fishes in the in the water body and the other one is quite dirty. So I was attracted to the the clear water drain. <laughs> so I walked and then I found that oh there's 
two schools at the edge. Uh, there is the SK Asuntai and SK Jalan Salangor. So yeah, then after that, I I did like a two uh, uh, like an analysis, a whole analysis of section four. Uh, but I focus more to like the school area because there's not only schools, there's a hospital, uh, there's church, there's two churches around the area. I went in and interviewed them and then I also went to the schools and interviewed the teachers. I went to the nursing college, which I got rejected by the admin <laughs> that I cannot do any research there. And then the hospital is already taken by another uh, friend. So in the end, and I also visited this uh, orphanage. I think it's, uh, yeah, Ruma Ozanan, this orphanage there. So after, after all, I came to a decision that I think the school is complex enough for me to knock down as a disease. So, so you after, didn't want to do the orphanage? Lah. Yeah, I think the orphanage is too... I don't know, I, because I keep listening, uh, because uh, the lecturers always keep on reminding us that there's there's a need of the complexity in the thesis. Like, uh, we need to have enough problems because during special semester, we are still searching and knocking down the So that's why you decide on the primary school's project? There's yeah. a lot of reasons. La. That's one of the reasons. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah, then I go deeper into, like, looking into the primary school. Then I found out that there's actually quite a lot of issues. Yeah. Yeah, what was your thesis? Is What was your thesis about? Okay. So, regarding the two... Uh, all girls primary school. Uh, that's about my. That is the title of my thesis. So uh, I'm actually trying to look at uh, the the issues suffered by the schools, and then I found out that SK Asunta is quite a prestigious school uh, because of the number of students. Uh, in fact, they have acquired like a thousand plus annually. And because of, I think, their students' performance, uh, continuous performance throughout the years, so maybe 20, 30 years. So, so it became like very popular among the, the community or, yeah. Then the other school, uh, SK Janasang, is there's only like a small number of students. I think because it's like a vacuum effect because there is another school that has so many students then the other school, which is behind or, or opposite, naturally will be like not so much student to go. Of course, they will prioritize the other school, the SK Asun. Is it about 200 or 200, uh, the SK Yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's around 200. Uh, a it's quarter not, of not the like population. Huh? That is such yeah, a big difference. So uh, when you went around, you interviewed, you observed, what do you notice about the schools? Yeah, I interviewed the teachers. I think I'm very grateful because the teachers are very are very helpful. Both schools are very helpful, the teachers. So they told me that uh, their issues like like the uh, SK Asunta, they, they have insufficient space. The students, uh, they have two sessions, morning and afternoon. And even one session have around 600 plus students so both uh, combined. So there's around 1,200 and they do not have like a proper school field, and they always need to go to other school, like 
uh, not SK Janasalango, but other school to borrow their school field for their uh, sports activities. And, and the, the teacher told me that, that there is, they actually raise a lot of athletes. So it is quite a, a like, like uh, how to say? A challenge. Quite a pity, you know, if mm. you have a lot of good athletes, but your school does not have the space to train them. So and then the, so this, also these are like, one of these uh, hypotheses that points that you identified the lack of uh, yes. facilities. What other things that you identified about that you set out to go and solve about the school? What about the monsoon drain again? <laughs> oh yeah, the monsoon drain, and because I feel that the student <clears throat> nowadays students are kept inside the classroom, like they they do not have much opportunity to to go out. To, to learn like, uh, yeah. And I feel that the Muslim drain uh, that suppressed both schools are very nice. They're big trees and it is not being addressed by the schools or the city council. And because the pathway that I mentioned just now, it actually uh, stopped uh, when it missed the two school and it goes to the other way. And it is somehow disconnected because if we, if like, so this hypothesis actually came out like, if I can actually create the link to continue the path to the other side that, that is PJ uh, Sports Complex and actually connect to the nursing college. So it would be a great idea. Yeah, so that is my very first uh, hypothesis I want to test. And then I found out that, oh, I think the two schools can be connect, connected because, because uh, both schools have uh, like their own disadvantages, but the connection might even like solve some of their issues because SK Jalan Selangor has a big field and a lot of spaces are underutilized. So by, by having these uh, mutual benefits among the two schools, I think it is such, it is also a hypothesis that I can go and test out. Yeah. Francis, um, just say you were to, um, obviously in, um, maybe in, for practical reasons or in real life, they will not agree to, to combining the school facilities. But how would you, as an architect, if you were wanting this to happen, how would you approach SK Asunta headmistress and SK Slango headmistress, how will you pitch your project so that they will accept it? Well, wow, that is a hard question. <laughs> uh, I, think, is, I think this has to do with your design solution. It has to do with yeah. your, your pitching has to do with your solution. Yeah, so so I think uh I think SK Asunta will will most likely be able to accept this offer because they seriously need more spaces. <laughs> yeah. But maybe SK Jalan Selangor might not likely to be able to accept it because I feel like... No, you you're not like, supposed to be negative. You're supposed to tell me how they will accept it. What would they benefit from this? Oh, okay. SK Selangor. Wow, what would they benefit? 
How because you, you, you're going to you're going to do the field and the field was so bad condition they can't even use it right you are injecting yeah. a, a lot of facilities on that part right you're the one who's yes. supposed to, you're the, the one who's supposed to convince not me yeah so uh of course if if i i i were to propose a connection then uh I, because there will be like Oh, in my design thesis, I actually propose a shared program. It, it, there is the library and the canteen. And the, of course, the, the library is uh, attached with the grandstand. Because uh, currently, the because I'm looking actually at the existing issues of the school. So the proposal of the program is uh, helping the school to actually enhance the school. Because SK Jalan Salango, uh there's a very small there's a little library but it is like very boring and I, I don't think the students would be impressed in like they will have the eager to learn in like to read books even and then the the Muslim, the, the field is actually there's a water retention issue so actually there although there's a big field but they actually seldom use it because the field is like for muddy water yeah and of course, the the program, the new program, the new proposal, I'm I'm trying to like also solve all these small issues, uh, that is uh, happened to be encountered by SK Jalan Selangor. Oh. So yeah, it's it sounds like kind of like both benefits from this proposal, you know. And the canteen, yes, the canteen, uh, and also the proposal of these two program, uh, actually serve as a natural surveillance because I previously I mentioned that I would like to propose a link to have a better permeability among the residents. So because uh, if I were to create that link, there will be people walking past the school and it might cause some danger to the school students and especially there are girls. So there might be like, because previously I heard from the interview they, 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 are, they are saying that there might be perverts, you know, hanging around. There's a history of that crime, but now it's, there's no, no more. So I do not want to, like, create another... Because I create a solution, but I bring another problem to it. So, so I'm kind of like to, to study on the security, the natural surveillance uh, topic, on how do I actually solve this, that... I can allow the residents to walk through, the people to walk through, and uh, with together with the students able to have programs at the edge of the Muslim drain. So the library and the canteen, because uh, it is being surveyed, like there's under surveillance by the, if, um, even by the canteen operator or the librarian, or there's always, a, there's always people like there to actually uh, your school so, all about yeah. so, is your concept of the school about surveillance is that the concept of your school because you keep, uh, you keep talking it, about part surveillance it. part of it but so what are the other concepts uh, of your school what are the other ideas that you have the other idea I think is to to the needs of the girls yeah because uh, yeah there is also the um, the value of my thesis, I think, because the 
happened to be that the two both schools are all girls schools, and then the all girls school typology is being like built, uh, like a normal co-ed school, co-educational co school means boys and girls mix, and I went to study um the gender specific needs of a girl like during their uh yeah when they grow up i think then they need certain kind of like uh, activities like they have certain kind of uh, needs from emotional and that they certainly uh, for example i in my research i know that peer learning is very important and also uh, um, like emotional is also very important to them so because girls and boys obviously they learn differently from what I read in my research so I was thinking that what if what, what if I can like reimagine the type the typology of the August school classroom starting from what I research so there's another concept for the obviously yeah, obviously the school design is very complex. Uh, did you manage to get the concept uh, earlier on? And when was it that you had the breakthrough of the concept during the design process? Help yeah. you and all, whatever. Yes, please talk about your design thesis process. Uh, it is actually a lot of trial and error because I did not get because at first I was actually looking into feminism, if you remember. Then it doesn't work out because it come out like a lot of argument and yeah, there's a very long process. Then I, I'm actually testing on other theory and concept like Montessori and and yeah. But it doesn't work out too. So so by the end of semester one, I kind of like knocked down the space planning. But the concept is still like, I'm not really sure about it. Actually, I'm quite lost at the end of semester one to find the right theory as the methodology to, to keep on going. Then uh, after a few rounds with the lecturers and yeah, then Kevin like also kind of like told me the answer. Like he gave me the a formula, the hypothesis, you know, he, he really, uh, make it very clear like what am I doing because in the end I'm quite lost because after going through a lot of quiz and feedbacks yeah then I, I really not sure where I'm going so after Kevin like really knocked down oh this is your hypothesis you need to focus on this the the, the shared program the classroom and all, all those stuff then okay then I will just I become more focused after that then I try to like look really look into that issue like create create a very specific solution in for every specific issue then i yeah, it became more clear so when was that think, semester two think, uh, uh semester at the very beginning of semester two yeah before mco mm -hmm, okay so um at, at that time you it was made clear that um, this your your design thesis of the primary schools is because of those two primary schools com combined. It's more of a site planning uh, yeah, project, okay. right? Yeah. And uh, you need to get that sorted before you think of any other things, right? Yes. So the, where, after that, when you develop, you did the design development. 
we we notice that there there are many things that you have to settle because it's a school and you still need to to tackle about the classroom design. Do you yes. think that you had too many complexities to deal with? How do you feel the outcome of your design thesis? Do you happy with it, or do you, do you manage to do all the complexity necessary, all the challenges necessary? Yeah, I think I'm I'm quite happy with it, but I do hope I can get the concept at the earlier stage because I feel that I have not complete like uh, all the design because during my final grade, there's actually some feedback that how can I move on, you know? Like the Muslim dream, how can I design it to make it further? During and the final crit? Yeah, I think the final interim and final, final still okay. I think final interim, there's quite a lot of constructive feedback, like how can I move forward from, from here? So I was like, oh yeah, I can do that too. Then I was like, but that's the end you, already. You mean that there is, uh, you don't have any more time and you have to do your presentation and that's it, yes, right? Yes, I think this yes. is quite a common, uh, it's a common uh, comment by all the students that they don't have enough time. Everybody will will say that. Even I also say that for my design thesis, by the way. So you have to do what you have okay. to do, the big section, the long section, whatever, yeah. right? The details. Yeah. So, okay. And uh, this is an important question to ask you. Um, uh, there are people assisting you, uh, but the most who is the most influential in assisting you? And how independent were you in designing your thesis? Uh, you give me a scale of uh, 100%, 0 to 100%. How independent were you in designing your thesis throughout the year? And who was influential in assisting you? Okay. Uh, I think I would like to talk about the influencer first. Yeah, yeah. I think the user, because I'm very grateful and lucky that there's alumni from both schools. There is one of our tutors, Lisa, and one of our uh, critics, that is uh, Miss Amna. They, she is from SK Asunta previously. So I have like a very uh, good user perception from both of them and telling me like what is the problem of the schools when they are young, when they are in at, at the school. And of course, the teachers, the interviews of the teachers actually uh, kind of like give me a lot of uh, idea like what what is an ideal girl school, okay? And I think all the lecturers are very helpful and, and influential for me. And I would like to say Lisa, um, yeah, so she gave me a lot of uh, feedback like from a perception of the user, like what can be improved, like as a, because every, because she's obviously she, she had been through the school and the school and she, she grew up from there. So she knows what's, what's, what's the problem and what can be done. Yeah. And Kevin uh, is very good in uh, like, space relationship, space planning, and yeah, and telling me like, there is always a specific solution to every specific problem, like, yeah, so I always keep on thinking this like, uh, when I design. <laughs> so I cannot okay. like create more problems, but I have to create a very specific solution to a very specific problem, like, 
yeah. you know, the brand, the topography that I cannot simply just create something that is out of nowhere and create more problems. Yeah, there was a and lot of, of course, there. yeah. Yeah. And, and also, he actually uh, gave me a lot of input in empathy and put in a lot of thoughts towards even the very little thing and detail that we always taken for granted. <laughs> yeah. For example? Uh, for example, like the roof. Yeah. You know, the roof beside. <laughs> and and the the bridge that uh, that connects okay. to school and and the library, how how do I get natural ventilator? And yeah. Because all those details that um, I don't I I feel like very small little details are always taken from Uganda or we thought that it is going to be it is going to work out. But after Kevin we always say, Oh, this doesn't work and what will happen? Uh, you create more problems. I'm oh okay. So so that's why he always emphasized that you always need to have a specific solution to a very specific problem. You just you cannot like just you have a solution, then you do not have the problem first. Yeah, so, and then... Uh, that would be good for you when you start working again, you'll be much more precise in your decision. Yeah, in your solution, much more precise. Right? I, I, I can really, you know, I, I really learn from that, uh, learn that's precise. So back so, to the question, back to that question. How independent were you during your design thesis? Uh, independent. I I will give I will give like 60, 60 to seventy percent. Okay, because, okay. Yeah. Uh, when I take in criticism and feedback, I will I actually go through and think about why why do they why do the critics um say like this or they ask me like this so I I won't I won't like oh I follow bula bula you know <laughs> I will think about it first then. Uh, sometimes I'll get lost, like you know. Then, then um, because I've usually I will look at like the comments, the feedback that always keep on popping up. Like four of the lecturers are saying this the same thing, so I know that I have to do something because four of them are saying the same thing. So that is the thing that I need to really look into, or because sometimes there are arguments, and uh, that one I know when. Arguments I will need to because this is based on personal perception. Uh, like there's one time uh Kevin and 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 uh who who is that? There's uh, there's another guy. Because they are argue they're arguing about the administration of the school. So I was like, oh maybe there is I need to have a stand on that. You know, I cannot I can either uh have I need to have a put a stand like where am I? Uh yeah. So. So you took you took a stand on something and you argue back, is it? Yeah. So I decide like where where should I stand because there's always a lot of arguments on the concept. The reason why you do that because you want to move forward and not backward or get and indecisive, right? Yes. So you notice the incremental decision making that you had to do throughout the whole year. Yeah. One thing leads to another, I suppose. Yeah. Because in the beginning, you can't tackle everything at the same time. So 
there is a lot of uh, toing and froing and showing every week after week after week. What do you get a bit fed up with that? Uh, fed up. Uh, <laughs> uh I, honestly, sometimes, but because <laughs> I, I want to try them because I don't know whether it works or not. So I just try. Then it, it doesn't work. Out, then I just trash it. Then go back to, to the original idea. Then think again. <laughs> Did you ever panic? Panic? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> so, Just okay. That, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Just that I feel that mm, when the idea is trash, the concept is trash, I was like, oh, okay, this cannot work. Then I'll ask myself, why it cannot work? I thought it can work. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know. Did, did but you... I still not... not not convinced like it cannot work, you know. <laughs> I, I really thought that it could work. But. I think you have to go into practice and actually build the thing and see whether it works or not. <laughs> That's why yeah. Kevin, Kevin has done that for a long time, right? He went and did some things and he found out some things don't work and some things work. But uh, I think here's something good that you actually found a research methodology, uh, sorry, a design method, you know? in identifying yep. a specific problem and solving a specific uh, and doing the so solution specific to the problem. Before yep. we end the session, um, because we are going to the end of it already, uh, you, do you, is there anything else you'd like to talk about your thesis before we go to the last part? Anything that you, you want to clarify? Uh, I think that's it. That's it. So, if you, uh, if you, the audience out there, they may be interested to know about your experience um, throughout the year and in okay. particular this design thesis or maybe the particular topic of education or maybe um, the, the experience in uh, Unit 2, which has mm -hmm. a specific way of doing things. Maybe uh, we, you, you would like to say something to future students or, or anyone out there interested in this, in this studio. Oh, okay. Uh, unit 2, uh, side issue driven, is very true, very real, and very practical. It is not like other, like, because I, I feel that a lot of DCs, design DCs, you already have your own idea you want to, what you want to do. But uh, Unit 2, side issue driven approach is really different. It is like a based on real issues that we are solving real issues. Then you you create a new, like, uh, perhaps you create a new new thesis. And it is, yeah, I think very meaningful in a way that I get to understand and empathy more on the people and the culture and, yeah, the skill to actually see more things clearly and understand more things uh, in the user perception and also to have a better vision for the people. So you think you understood about primary school girls better now after the one year long of doing it? Yes, of course. <laughs> okay, yeah, I hope in the future you you may you know you may find a partner and you will also go through having a child, a girl that has to go yeah. to primary school. Then you can ask her all about it and maybe you can remember. <laughs> I hope I remember by that time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Father used to do it primary school before. <laughs> wow, okay. Find out, 
can find out from your child. That would be interesting. That would be very interesting, isn't it? But, you know, you never know what's happening, what will happen to you. You might have all boys, though, you know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we shall see. We shall see. So, um, thank you so much, Francis. And, thank you. Um, thank you. Uh, making an interesting conversation. And uh, for someone who is uh, interested in theory, interested in experimentation, um, don't take it lying down or don't take it just like that from the lecturers questioning yourself. So you yeah. have your own journey and your own understanding and, um, and keep it up. And I think uh, you'll be great doing architectural practice. Good luck to you. Thank you. Thank you.